Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24, 15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, NetWorld, and thank you for tuning in. We're continuing with our series titled, According to the Pattern. And our text scripture is Exodus chapter 25, verses 8 through 9. It's God speaking to Moses. He says, And let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them, according to all that I show you, that is, the pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of all its furnishings. Just so you shall make it. And we've been studying about one of the pathways, or one of the prophetic pathways, that Moses' tabernacle speaks to us. It's called the pattern of the way. And we've already studied the gate, the brazen altar, the brazen laver, the door to the sanctuary, or the first place being the holy place. And there's three items in there, the golden candlestick, the table of showbread, and the altar of incense. And this holy place represents the operation of the church. And the candlestick represents the power and the ability and the efficiency of the Holy Spirit. The only way in is through the door of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And in Acts chapter 1 verse 8 in the Amplified Version, it says, But you shall receive power, ability, efficiency, and might when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends the very bounds of the earth. You see, there's much more than just salvation. The candlestick represents the illumination of the world. It's actually the light of his spirit within us that the world needs to see. And if you remember, we discussed that John chapter 14 verse 12 says, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these he will do because I go to my Father. And then in John chapter 14 verse 16 And I will pray the Father, and he'll give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. You see, there's much more included in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It's the power within to do the works of the Lord on the earth. And so many things are mentioned concerning the power of the Lord. Things like the seven churches, the seven spirits of the Lord, the nine gifts of the Spirit, the nine manifestations of the fruit of the Spirit. And this is why Jesus said we would do even greater works than he did after he sent the Spirit to be our helper. And the book of Zechariah speaks of it in chapter 4, verse 6, when it says, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might nor by power, but by my Spirit, says the Lord of hosts. It's a major part of the pattern of the way. From the baptism of repentance, to the baptism into the body, to the baptism in water, and now the baptism of the Holy Spirit, empowering us for service to his kingdom. It's the oil within the lamp, the golden oil, 
that brings wisdom and guidance and comfort to operate as the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. We can even add more to that. There's the nine gifts of the Spirit. Paul wrote that the gifts of the Spirit are so important that we should not be ignorant. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1, he says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. Remember, Jesus said it would be to our advantage for him to leave us and to send the Helper, the Guide, the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, and he did. Now when the Holy Spirit came, he brought nine spiritual gifts to help us to know truth, prophetic words to guide us, wise information of things to come, inspiration, edification, exhortation, power for faith, and miracles for the profit of all. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 4-7, through 7, it says, There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. I'm going to say that again, for the profit of all. So obviously these gifts are illumination, not just illumination, but also power. They are all represented by the golden lampstand, the golden oil, and the lamps of fire. What are these spiritual gifts and how do they operate? Paul wrote of nine. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 8-11, through 11, he said, For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. So this series will not be going into detail about each gift. However, I will offer this brief summary to further your study. In order to better understand the gifts, we can group them into three categories according to their general purpose. And here's how we can view them. There is one Holy Spirit, nine gifts, three categories, with three gifts in each category. The first category we call inspirational gifts. They are gifts that say things, such as the different kinds of tongues, interpretation of tongues, and prophecy. The second category is the revelation gifts, which tell things. They are the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, and discerning of spirits. The third category is the power gifts, which do things. They are faith, gifts of healings, and working of miracles. Again, one Holy Spirit, nine gifts, three categories, with three gifts in each category. Now, one important truth we need to understand with the gifts of the Spirit is, yes, they are available to all, however, not as we will, but as He wills, and it says that in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 11, but one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as He wills. Yes, we are to desire the gifts, but not in such a way as to falsely manufacture them as we will. I define that as a false prophet. And for further power in the Holy Spirit, we can't forget the fruit of the Spirit. There are nine. Notice the capital S for the word Spirit. This means they are fruit of His Spirit. In a more accurate term, we could say there are nine characteristics of the Holy Spirit, 
and that's with a capital S, working in and through our spirit, and that's with a small s. They are found in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 through 23. It says, but the fruit of the spirit, capital S, is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. It's very important to understand they are manifestations of His Spirit within our spirit. This means if we lack joy, we can still attain joy by the power of the Spirit, capital S, or by the power of His Spirit. If we lack peace, we can still get peace from the source, the Holy Spirit. So the next time you hear someone say, I don't love them anymore, let them know love is still available. They just have to know where to get it. I'm so glad to know that I'm not the source for love, joy, peace, patience, or even self-control. If I lack in any of these areas, I can still go to the source and get what I need, even if I have none at all. The term is, be filled with the Spirit. But how do we do that? Paul tells us in the book of Romans and in Ephesians. In Romans chapter 15, verse 13, he says, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And then in the book of Ephesians, chapter 5, verses 17 through 21, he says, Therefore do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. Yes, it's all by the power of the Holy Spirit. Remember Zechariah 4, six. So he answered and said to me, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. I don't know who wrote the following, but it's an excellent description of the fruit of the Spirit. It says this, The fruit of the Spirit is love. Joy is love's peace. Peace is love's security. Long-suffering is love's patience. Gentleness is love's conduct. Goodness is love's character. Faith is love's confidence. Meekness is love's humility. Temperance is love's victory. And against such there is no law. All this, I'm going to say it again, all this, and one more time, all this is available through the baptism of the Holy Spirit. This is why Jesus said, go nowhere until you get it. Here's the book of Acts, chapter 1, verses 4 through 5. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. All you have to do is read the rest of the book of Acts to see what the power of the Spirit did in and through the disciples. After Acts chapter 2, there was no more waiting. The Holy Spirit had arrived. He had arrived to illuminate and empower the church for service. Contrary to what some believe, he's still here, and he is still in operation. This first room of the sanctuary is the illumination and the operation of the church of Jesus Christ. We have the baptism of repentance which brought us, the baptism into the body which joined us, the baptism in water which showed us, 
and now the baptism with the Holy Spirit and fire, which empowers us. Acts 1.8 in the Amplified Version, But you shall receive power, ability, efficiency, and might when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends, the very bounds of the earth. Now, what do we do with all this? Well, Jesus takes us to the other side of the room and shows us the table of showbread. And this is where we begin our service. Service to the Lord. That's what we're called to do. So we need to do it right. We need the power of the Holy Spirit. But before we do, let's read our text scripture again to grasp the instructions that the Lord gave to Moses. It's Exodus chapter 25, verses 8 through 9. And let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. According to all that I show you, that is the pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of all its furnishings. Just so you shall make it. We're out of time already, but have no fear. We'll be back tomorrow at the same time, at the same place. So we'll see you then, and I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.